Moment in Time, Medieval Muslim Scholars Part 2, Numbers and Mathematics. Previously I talked about how medieval scholars in the Islamic world kept alive the legacy of ancient Greece and Rome and passed it on to the West. However, this statement understates the contribution of Muslim intellectuals. It makes it sound as if Islam kindly kept our, his civilization, safe until we, in the West, were ready to reclaim it. But Islamic scholars were more than just passive preservers and transmitters of knowledge. They also made their own original contributions. Furthermore, the world of the Greeks and Romans is as much the heritage of the Middle East as it is of the West. Great centres of classical civilization, such as Alexandria and Antioch were, and still are, part of the Muslim world. Last time I talked about how Arabic names for the stars show our debt to the Muslim scholars who preserved ancient knowledge of astronomy. But there are many other modern examples of their influence. Firstly, our numbering system, which we call Arabic numerals, although they've evolved rather differently from the numerals used in the modern Arab world. Ancient and medieval mathematicians were hampered by the cumbersome system of Roman numerals, which we still use today when we want to make numbers look fancy, such as the title of this year's Super Bowl. It'll be LIV this year for those who are keeping score. Roman numbers lack a zero, making calculations difficult. Arabic ones don't. The zero wasn't invented by the Arabs. They borrowed it from India, and it was also independently developed by the Mayans. But they perfected the system, and their numbers and their mathematics were adopted in the Christian West. Consider a word that we use today whenever we complain about the glitchiness of social media platforms, algorithm. This is a reminder of our debt to medieval Muslim mathematicians, and it's named after one of them, the 9th century scholar Al-Khwarizmi. His name means the man from Khwarizm, modern-day Uzbekistan. We in the West think of the Central Asian countries as obscure and marginal, but in the Middle Ages there were flourishing centres of trade along the Silk Road that linked China with the West. And with trade came the exchange of cultures and ideas. Al-Khwarizmi's snappily titled The Compendious Book on Calculation by Completion and Balancing laid out many of the key principles of mathematical equations used to this day. As well as algorithms, it also gave us algebra, from the Arabic word al-jabr, meaning balancing. So if you're struggling with quadratic equations for your math homework, or if you wonder why you never see some of your friends' posts on Facebook, you can thank, or maybe blame, Mohammed ibn Musa al-Khwarizmi. I'm Michael Evans, instructor in history at Delta College. This Moment in Time is a production of Delta College History Department and Delta College Public Radio.